Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Hey fellow fit nerds, this is Monica Ellis with Superheroes Nutrition. So I'm here today to let you know in terms of maybe getting in shape, you love superheroes, you need a change in your life. I really want you guys to check us out. We have an Instagram, it's Superheroes Nutrition. I'm Wonder Woman on there um, and I'm here to set the example for individuals who need a change in their life. Everybody needs some motivation. Everybody needs some inspiration. Check out our page. We have superhero workouts. We're going to be launching um, a brand new fit kit pretty soon. And we have a YouTube channel. So please check that out. Um, my email is monica at superheroesnutrition.com. So like I said, if you're looking for a change, you want to get fit, and you need some extra push in the right direction, then this is the cert- uh, certainly the place to get started. Thanks so much. Hey, how's it going, guys? This is Fred Von Ox from Bearded Villains. Listen to the Punk Corner every Thursday at 5 o'clock. and hits it high in the air out of the right center field. It is playable for Gorman Thomas. Brian Downing tags at third. He's coming to the plate. And Desensei tags at second and moves over to third, and Baylor gets the run batted in two away. And if you wanted a perfect physique for baseball, you'd take a body like Don Baylor's. Oh, that's football. 
Ball is well hit to right center field. Gorman Thomas on his way. Can't get it. Ricky Fay's off the wall. Here comes the sensei. Here comes Britt. Taylor going to third, a triple. The Angels lead four to three. Taylor hits it to left. It's in there for a base hit. Over the honor charge. Boone scores. The sensei rounds third. He's coming to the plate. He scores. What a night for Baylor. Five runs batted in. Yo, what is up? It is your boy, Johnny Mags, back at you once again for the All Angels Podcast, joined with... Daniel Garcia from Halo Haven. Yep, that's right. So you heard it on the intro, sad news. I know we hate to start off the podcast on a little bummer of a note, but uh, first ever Angels American League Most Valuable Player, Dom Baylor, passed away the other day due to complications of cancer. I guess he had been battling it for a while, kind of kept it low-key. We all knew his health was declining a little bit, but... uh, it's nevertheless, it's not. It's never easy to lose a, a legend like that, especially a guy who, who uh, was well, well, well respected in the baseball community and, and Angels fans who are older uh, will obviously uh, have memories of Don. I personally don't because he was gone by the time I was, you know, I think he was gone before, you know, I was even knowing anything about baseball. But obviously. Uh, Stories for my parents, my mom and dad. Definitely Don Bader was one of their favorites. So rest in peace, Don Bader. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, we also lost Darren Dalton right, right around the same day. Uh, yeah, I think two days before, I believe. I think right. it was during that weekend. So MLB definitely took a hit. But more Angels fans know Don and Groove Bader as being a guy who was real um, compassionate dude, real real friendly to talk to. I had some I had some experiences with Don when he was a coach for the Angels, you know, just saying hi to him at the game or whatever. But uh, never easy, right, Dan? No, never easy, especially if someone like you said earlier, the first MVP in Angels history. So that even gives you a little more, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Some more. Uh, I'm drawing a blank, but mm-hmm. it, it means a little bit more to you because he is the first in in Angels history to get that MVP award. Going on to have a great career. Um, started in Baltimore, so I don't know how many people knew that. Started out in Baltimore. I thought that was kind of eerily coincidental. Baltimore and and right? and, and the Angels were playing, we're playing the series. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the Don Baylor news comes out. That's kind of creepy to me. But you know, but he went from Baltimore. Uh, he was in Oakland for a year, I believe. He got traded. Then as a free agent, that's when he, in '77 uh, was his first year mm-hmm. as a, as an Angel. And then of course his MVP year of '79. You know, but this guy was everything. He was a hitter. He was strong. Like, kind of like what you were saying. I don't remember him as a player necessarily. Like, yeah, you know the name. Yeah, you kind of hear stories about him. But actually seeing him play, I've never seen him play. Then, I, you know, when this happens, all the old videos and all the old um, highlights come out. And I didn't realize that dude was jacked. Like, yeah. that dude was really big. Like, and that was crazy. But, like you said earlier... You know, it was kind of before our time, you know, especially his angel years were before our time. He left the Angels in uh, the early 80s. I think 82 was his last uh, last season with the Angels. And they, went, right. and they went to New York. Um, good for him that he was able to get a World Series with Minnesota yeah. after leaving um, uh, the Angels. But yeah, sad news. Really sad way to start a, a podcast, but we felt it was necessary. We couldn't just kind of fly by it and act like nothing happened because, you know. Yeah, especially like you said. And- I mentioned before, first ever Angels MVP. He, 
there was a quote, I'm not sure if it was on a, a website or whatever, but I saw it on social media. Don Bader, Don Bader put the Angels on the map, or put the Angels in a, on the on the MLB map. Obviously, uh, Nolan Ryan had a lot to do with that too, but Don Bader was the first ever MVP. Uh, right. Nolan never won a Cy Young with the Angels. Right. Don Bader was the first ever MVP. So that's big. That's that's nothing to kind of say, oh, whatever, he was just MVP in the 1970. No, he was the first ever Angels MVP. I think it was like the only thing short of him winning the Triple Crown was the, was the batting title that year. Right. Um, and from, you know, what I know, the guy used to get derailed for crowding the plate. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I was when I was kind of looking this stuff up, until, what, 2000 and I think the mid-2000s when uh, Biggio actually took... Uh, his record, but he had the record for most uh, hits by hit by pitches yeah. in history. Yeah, because like you said, he was up on the plate. He yeah. wasn't going to move. He was a tough guy. He got hit. He rub it. Wouldn't even rub it. Yeah, there's just, stories about him not even rubbing it. Just puts his head down, puts his bat down, and jogs off the first base. Doesn't let anyone see him sweat. Anyone kind of see him flinch. Right. He was just that kind of guy. Right. So we got a couple audio clips here that uh, Dan downloaded and. Uh, Courtesy of what ESPN and yeah the, MLB. The, the yeah the 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 two you're gonna hear or three you're gonna hear are all from uh, ESPN but they're from you hear one from Socha, from Dusty Baker and then from Buster only of ESPN but yeah those are courtesy of ESPN right on so we'll play the uh, the Dusty Baker Dusty is a local product for us we're here yeah, in Riverside, Riverside California so Dusty's from Riverside uh, but uh, this is uh, D- Dusty on Don Baylor. We signed the same time. Uh, we were in Double A and against each other, Triple A for two years. I was uh, supposed to be the next Hank Aaron. He was the next Frank Robinson with the Orioles, and we we fought for batting titles all the way up. And, you know, we all try to keep up with Donnie. We used to play everything. I was a better basketball player, but he was a better, stronger baseball player. You just don't know how close death is to, you know, to all of us. So. Just treat each other right and uh, just try to do the right thing. Crazy. Uh, some kind words there from Dusty Baker, a legendary manager and player. Uh, he was supposed to be the, the next Frank Robinson, but I think, you know, Don paved his own path and, and had a great career. Um, that friendly competition between him and Dusty. I wish I was alive to see it. Right, yeah. But, uh, you know, a little bit before our time, but, you know... Um, like like Dusty said, you never know when you know when someone's gonna go like that. And unfortunately, we all kind of saw it coming because he was declining in health. But you know, good 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 memories there by Dusty. Um, next, uh, Mike Sosha on Don Don Groove Bader. Everyone saw Don Baylor as the the baseball man and the great player, great manager, great coach, great mentor. Uh, that pales in comparison to the person he was. His, everything from his faith to love of his family, love of this game, his integrity. Um, Donnie was a special human being, and we're blessed for having cross paths, any of us that were around uh, Donnie, and um, he'll continue to inspire us, not only what he did on the baseball field, um, off the field, and the battle that he just lost with cancer, where he battled it for 14 years, and not many people knew about it. Wow, 14 years. Uh... Wow, that's that's, that's crazy, crazy. To, to have that kind of a secret because it wasn't really well known. You, everyone knew something was up, but yeah. they never knew at what extent. But for 14 years to kind of keep that hidden, 
you know, because again, going back to how he was, he was a tough guy. He yeah. didn't want to see he didn't want anyone to see him hurt. He didn't want anyone to see him struggling with anything. So that definitely fits the personality of who he was. Yeah, that's that says a lot about a person's character and and how tough they are. I mean, it's easy for someone to kind of just give up, but for him to take the field, he was a remember, guys, he was a batting coach for the Angels not not that long no. ago, and he was out there. You know, we all remember that that horrible incident where he broke his leg on opening night right. or whatever, but. Um, that, that says a lot, man. He showed up every day and probably didn't, didn't really let everyone know how bad he was feeling. And inside he was pretty, you know, pretty sick. But, uh, our last clip here is, uh, Buster Owning from ESPN, uh, on Don Baylor. Don Baylor. My memories about Don Baylor really are, are about him as a player, about how, he was viewed as absolutely the toughest guy when I was growing up watching baseball. Uh, you know, the guy that no one would ever want to get in a fight with and the guy who would never react when he was hit by a pitch. He would take a fastball right in the ribs, Boog, and he wouldn't move. And as he told Claire in the book she did, also he made a point of never rubbing the spot. He only rubbed the spot one time. It was when he was hit by Nolan Ryan because that probably would hurt a little bit. But he was the biggest, toughest guy, and, and from talking with people, knew him a lot better than I, I did. Uh, he was also incredibly nice, incredibly gracious, and, and really had great personal relationships around the game. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, I think I would rub my shoulder or back or anything that was hit by Nolan yeah, Ryan. that's coming in pretty fast. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, we want to send our heartfelt condolences to the the whole Angels family because you know we're part of the Angels family, and although we didn't personally know Don Baylor, like we, it's sad for us when we lose somebody who's a legend to the team or organization that we we love so much. So, and the family, if they listen, you know, the, our condolences. Um, Don definitely had an impact on our lives in some way, whether it was just us being fans, or if we had a, a, a brief conversation with the man, or, or you know. Rest in peace, Don Bader. Never forgotten. Uh, will never be forgotten. Definitely an Angels history. Um, but anyway, moving forward from that, we're trying to lighten the mood no, up here. No easy transition there away isn't. from that. There isn't. But um, real quick before we start talking about Angels Week, which is a pretty damn good one. We had a pretty good week this week. Um, we are now on iTunes as of yes, last week. Yeah. yeah, last week we weren't yet. And then what was it? Probably two days after. Yeah, the, during the weekend. I think yeah. it was Saturday or Sunday. We got uh, we got clear to be on iTunes, so you can easily subscribe to iTunes. If you guys are listening listening to us on Spreaker.com right now, you can make it a lot easier on yourself. And you can go on iTunes. Subscribe. Subscribe. It'll be on your phone. Before you know it. Yeah. And write then, a review. Tell a friend. Yeah. You know, write a review. Let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not perfect. We're not going to act like we're perfect. So write a review. If, you know, you like something, you like something we're doing, something we don't do, you know, we'll take all creative criticism and, yeah. and just from there. But make sure you subscribe. Tell a buddy. Even if he doesn't like the Angels and like baseball, tell him to subscribe. <laughs> tell him he can subscribe it and then like, you know, just not listen to it. But we need the <laughs> that, hey, that works. We'll take it any way we can get it. But, um, yeah, and then, you know, if you don't have iTunes, that's fine. You can still listen to us on Spreaker.com. That's where we record that's where we get the RSS feed and all that good stuff. So you don't have iTunes, that's fine. You're obviously listening to us through a link on Facebook or podcast, uh, another podcast link. So just if you want to reach us and you don't have iTunes, 
Facebook at Halo Haven, right? Halo Haven on Instagram at Halo Haven. Right. Uh, or just out here on Spreaker too. You can leave messages under the podcast. And we'll be more than happy to shout you out and, and, and uh, um, read your questions or comments that you might have. Um, but iTunes, definitely, if you have an iPhone, there's no reason. If you're listening to us right now and you have an iPhone, there's no reason for you not to subscribe to yes, us. Yes, definitely. Do it right now. Just do it right now. <laughs> so um, other than that, or we'll try to get it on. I don't know how to go about getting it on Google Play. I'll look into it. If we can do that and you have an Android, it'll work out for you. You can do that too. But until then, we'll keep you guys posted. Um, so now, hey, let's go into the question that you asked, Dan, if you want to on... Hey, yeah, on I posted on our group page, on uh, Halo Haven's group page on Facebook. It's a kind of a ch chat group, you know, people put up their uh, opinions and people have conversations. But the question I put, and we're trying to do this every week just to kind of see what people feel. But the question this week was, uh, do you feel the Angels lose anything with Luis Valbuena playing third while Yunel Escobar is hurt? So if you guys weren't sure, didn't hear, Yunel is now on the DL. And for the majority of the time, Luis has been playing third base. And about 78% uh, of the people said that we feel that we don't lose anything with the switch. So, you know, some people put down comments. They felt um, they were worried about Unel's fielding ability. Which, personally, I think his fielding ability is the same as Luis. He has a better arm than Luis, but I feel like he kind of takes that for granted sometimes and, and tries to rush throws when he doesn't need to, and he'll sell it more often. Where with Luis, I, he has probably the same amount, you know, good glove, probably not as strong as an arm, but definitely a more accurate arm than you now. And I think from what I've read from what people have said, they kind of feel the same way, that they feel more comfortable when there's a ground ball to third and, and Valbuena's there to make a nice throw and not hold your breath like you do sometimes when you now get the ball to uh, hit to him. Right, and what a lot of people might not know is that Luis came up as a shortstop. So even in single A and even in double A, he was a shortstop second baseman. So a middle infielder even played second base for the Cubs about three years ago. Um, so he does have a slick glove. Um, batting, obviously, Luis is struggling. Um, it's crazy with Luis because he, it seems like he struggles a lot. But lately, he's come through with some big hits, and it's like, okay, if he can just stay consistent, he'd be okay. Um, and I don't want to make excuses for him. You know, you guys know I'm biased, but um, there was an uh, article or comment made by Yunel Escobar. Or was it Yunel? I'm not sure who. Not Yunel. Miguel Cabrera of the Detroit Tigers. Mm -hmm. And he said that every moment when he's on the field or he's at bat, he thinks about what's happening in Venezuela. Yeah. Now, I can't say that Luis is thinking about that, but... That has to be a lot of, uh, if you have family in Venezuela, and if you guys don't know, there's a, like a rebellion uprising going on over there, like a civil war or whatever, and um, some really bad stuff going on. So when you're thinking about home, I think baseball even becomes second. Right. You know? No, it, it is hard. I and mean, we don't know his family situation, you know, and how that goes. So this is all purely speculative. Right. But, you know, even if, if even if it's not your family, but you have a buddy whose family is struggling right. out there and, and they're worried, I mean, I'm sure that would weigh on you even just as much as it is was your family. But like we said, a lot of these players use baseball for an escape for whatever they is going on in their personal lives. We just hope that, you know, uh, Valbuena is able to do that and, right. and keep, keep focused on the field and then when off the field handle what he needs to handle. Right. But, but 
to the question. I personally don't think we lose much with you now being gone and Luis playing third base. Um, I think it's just really more the bat. Um, but you now hasn't really had the season that he had last year or the last few seasons as well. So he's kind of struggling. Not as bad as Luis, but, you know, um, the good thing that comes from this is you get Crone some at-bats. And Crone, who is Crone a streaky hitter, is on a streak. Is on a streak. So it kind of worked out. So we're definitely, I don't think, losing much with you now being gone right now. Right. But if Luis continues to struggle and then Crone starts to struggle again, then obviously we have a problem. But they just recently called up Marte, so I don't know. Yeah, Marte's playing th just for behind the glass kind of. Uh, we are are recording this Thursday night, so actually the game is going on right now. So uh, Marte is playing third against a tough lefty yeah. Paxton. So um, don't know if that's the whole if he's gonna stay up for the whole weekend because I believe they, there's a couple other lefties that are, are gonna play this or pitch this weekend for Seattle. So that might be their play right now. Right. Right. So. I agree with the poll. I agree with the people from that answer the question. Not much of a loss on just right now. Right. Um, not saying that in a week or two they both continue to struggle and then we need you now in the lineup again. Because right. you know, obviously, you now when he is playing up to his capabilities is a, a pretty good player for us. No, you're right. I mean, kind of going back to what you said, Valbuena is struggling offensively. I mean, if you look at his last ten games. Um, his batting average is just over a just over a hundred. You know, uh, four RBIs, two walks, but definitely needs some kind of production out of that third base. His his defense might be great, but we're definitely going to need some kind of production out of that third base now. Um, so hopefully, if it's not Marte Valbuena, you know, you know when he comes back, but we're going to need some kind of a production out of that third base hole for sure. So. With that being answered, let's move on to the week. The Angels had a homestand, nine-game homestand. Yes. Six and three. Yeah. I would have loved seven and two because then that would have put us one game back. Yeah. With playing tonight and you know obviously, it's but yeah. um, man, six and three. Obviously, we played the Philadelphia Phillies. Or whatever. Right. So we we swept the Phillies. Three games swept sweep of the Phillies. Um, then we lost two games from Oakland. That mm -hmm. last game was a real tough one, the 10-11 game, where they just oh. kind of imploded on each other uh, on them on a Sunday afternoon game. Yeah. That was probably the toughest one of the of the night um, or the, of the series. So you could very easily look at it as being you know winning two games out of that series. Baltimore, you drop the first game on that Monday, and then you come back strong and, and win the Thursday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday games against Baltimore. And are able to take that series. So all in all, if you don't look at the teams they played and hmm. just look at the pure numbers of the of it, that they were able to uh, come out of it with a six and three record, which is you know on a roll is kind of you know win streaks. If we win six out of three going forward, we'll be fine. Yeah. We'll make the playoffs. So we've got to keep moving. And now with a really tough series against Seattle, um, four game series that they're in the middle of right now or just started right now. That's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, that starts their road road uh, road trip. So they're going to make four in Seattle, two in Washington. So you'll be able to see uh, the Harper-Trout uh, yeah. uh, rivalry continue a little bit on that one. And then after that, you have Baltimore for another three, which the way it looks now is Baltimore's going to be another one of those teams in the mix that you're going to have to compete with. If we can you know, win another two out of three and kind of make our lead in front of them a little bit bigger, that helps us because you're going to have another – 10, including today, you're going to have another 10 games against Seattle for the rest of the year. Oh, man. So you're going to have to take care of business there. Now, with Tampa Bay and with uh, 
Kansas City, New York, you're done. You've played them already. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. So that's a kind of the part where if you want a wild card, you're going to have to kind of hope and, and root for, you know, the other teams yeah. that you're playing against. So we'll have to see. We can take, we can take care of business against yeah. Seattle because we have enough games for that. Um, everything else, you're going to just kind of have to watch the watch your phone and get updates and see what's going on with that. Yeah, you've you got to win the games that are close. And I don't – obviously, Skaggs coming back and Heaney, possibly his return isn't 100% yet, right? Yeah, but, um, there, there is some news today. Uh, he is starting Saturday at okay. AAA Salt Lake. Okay. So that puts him at earliest. He will rejoin the Angels. Um, rotation would be next weekend in Baltimore. Again, that's the earliest he'll be in. So not saying that it is a slam dunk he's going to be there, but definitely something to where you want to look for. And, um, you know, follow some of the beat writers on Twitter or whatever. They're really up on the information. And yeah. um, so look out for that. So it would be another guy we can have in the in the rotation that we could definitely use. Yeah, I mean, getting these arms back can do nothing but help us, obviously. And a guy like Heaney, if he can at least eat up some innings and keep us in the game, then we'll be okay. You know, I think he'll probably be like on a 70 to 80 pitch count when he comes back. Yeah, definitely, yeah. You know, but I mean... Heck, if you're starting a guy like Scribner, that's all he's really going to give you anyway. Seven, yeah. 70, 80 pitches. Yeah, Scribner went uh, five innings. Yeah, Wednesday went five innings. Did a great job. Held him shut out, I believe, and and, yeah. and or maybe gave up one run, but did what he was supposed to do. Just right. get us to that fifth inning. I mean, actually, they said on the broadcast they wanted four. Anything after four was right. just you know right. frosting on the cake. So he was able to get a full five. The bullpen came in. Did they've had job. a couple hiccups, you know, like going back to the Oakland series, but they've done really well since then. So yeah, keep try to keep it rolling. We, the, and, and I'll qu- quickly touch on this on, on a on a post on Halo Haven. Uh, someone commented about how Scribner had a great game and he got sent down. I don't understand this, but you know, I think like I'm not I'm not trying to say that these people that people don't know baseball or whatever, but if you don't really follow the game. The, the ins and outs of the game. It was a move that had to be done because uh, you can bring in another arm for the bullpen. You send He's got options. Right. So you're going to send him down to bring up a guy and like I, Marte today. And I think, too, with, you, know? they probably, you have to look at the schedule. They yeah. have an off day on Monday. So it makes total sense so they can, get it. And, so, and, again, this could be leading up. I don't want anyone's hopes up. This could be leading up to the Haney coming yes. back up. Yes. So you don't need a pitcher for Monday. No. So you only really need four until the weekend right. where you're going to need that fifth starter. Right. So at that point, they can make a decision. Either A, bring up Heaney, he's ready, let him go. Or B, bring up Scribner again and, and yeah. do the same thing he's done. Because the last couple, or even when Petit started that one game in Toronto, he did really well. I think he went really four, well. or five, four or yeah. five innings. So he's an option you can do if you want a, a bullpen type game. Or even Jesse. I mean, right. Jesse, why not? Yeah, so um, they have options. That's the biggest thing right now that with with these off days coming up in the month and next month, you'll see a lot of movement until the uh, September call-ups. You'll see a lot of movement with players going up, going down. Don't take anything too serious as far as, oh, they didn't like what he did. Why did he do You know, for all you know, Scrimmer can be up in four days. Exactly. So don't look too much into it. Right. Just play day by day and, and kind of look at the schedule. Look yeah. where their days off are, are plotted. So Don't jump the gun so quickly because I, I, I understand the frustration, guys. Trust me. Believe me. I understand the frustration. But when you really look at the situation and like Dan said, you look at the schedule, you look at who we're facing and what we need at that time, we needed a guy. Look, Luis is struggling. We're facing Paxton today. 
Scribner has options. Send him down, bring up a third baseman in Marte that can bat right-handed. Exactly. Um, playing the matchup game or right. anything else on that point. Doesn't mean Scribner's not coming back. He could be back in two, three days, like Dan said. So, you know, I understand the frustration. Just don't, don't, don't read too much into it. Um, it's just a thing that, you know, obviously they get paid millions to do what they're doing. We criticize and we have every right to, but you know, it, it was a move that needed to be done, and it wasn't something. That, I just have a fancy baseball team. That's all. I yeah, do. <laughs> there you go. I don't. I just, <laughs> I just get mad at the Angels when they don't do things right. But it's okay. I, I, you know, have this inner like frustration, but I vent sometimes. I vent sometimes. There you go. All right. So moving forward from all that stuff, um, I wanted there was something I wanted to touch on about. Oh, Simba. Yeah. And I love talking about Simba every day. Every podcast because a dude, we were talking about it. Maybe the Angels MVP for the season. They had a poll. Yeah, they had yeah. a poll. They had a poll. If you were listening on on Wednesday, uh, getaway day, so uh, the Angels radio broadcast had their social media day and all that stuff. So the, the poll question was, who is the Angels MVP for 2017? And no surprise, well, the two options were were Simmons and Trout. And no surprise, Trout ran away. It was like right. 65% Trout, you know. I personally, I voted and I voted for Simmons just because if you're just going to put it down to this this year, not, you know, your uh, overall everything, your career, it, I mean, it has to be Simba. It, he's the reason why you're even in this situation to where you can compete for a wild card spot. And this is at this point. Now, if you fast forward a month and a half, Trout keeps on doing what he's doing. Yeah, that can change the whole conversation. Right. If he, you know, goes on a tear and hits three, four home runs in a week, then yeah, all bets are off. But if you're gonna say from this point, you know, August 10th on um, back, who's your MVP? It, I don't know how anyone says it's not Trout without them just saying, oh, it's because it's Trout. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, again, in a month, two months, it could be easily be Trout. He can have all the numbers and all the and all the uh, accolades that come with it. But if you're asking me at this point right now, I'm going to have to say Simba. Yeah, I I agree because I, I, we were talking off air. Trot went down. Simba just kept rolling. And without Simba in that lineup while Trot was down, I don't know where half of that offense is coming from. Batting over 300. He's at around 11 to 12 home runs. He's mm-hmm. up there in the RBI category for in the spot that he bats in in the lineup. Not bad. Stolen base-wise, I mean, he's stealing bases. Um not only that, there's other things that you don't see on the scorecard, like advancing on a fly ball from him. He's a very smart guy, yeah, like baseball-wise. He's just like... First to third, yes. being a good read off the bat when uh, it's put in play. Exactly. Um, I mean, that play, I mean, even with this glove. I mean, we talked about it last week. He saved so many games with, with this glove. That play that he made earlier in the year where the ball was thrown over his head and he reached back behind his back and tagged the dude as he's sliding into third base. Right. How do you have the presence of mind to and, do that? And there was a play too a couple weeks ago where it's like it was like a little blooper into shallow left field and he had the presence of mind instead of trying to throw out the guy that he might have got you know uh, going into second he saw the guy at third he took a super hard turn down to home base and he threw it straight to third and now he gets that guy in a rundown and gets him out. Like, And to me if you watch that play it showed that he didn't really see that guy, but he had a feeling. I don't know if there was a communi- good <laughs> communication on the field, but he just grabbed it, turned, and threw, threw it, without really fired. looking. Yeah, and it was a strike. You know, he very rarely has errors. Yeah, he's able to cover tons of space, which on those bloopers that are going in the shallow left field. Oh yeah, or, you better watch out. Yeah, he yeah. can cover. Yeah, you know, 
you can cover the almost that whole left side if you wanted to. It, it's unbelievable when when the ball's put up anywhere in the pop fly in that yeah. left side. He's normally the guy that comes down with it. So cannon for an arm. He made a play on Wednesday where, or the Orioles were running on Revere because the ball was hit to center field. This could have tied the game. Revere gets it and he throws it in, and they're like, "Cool, it's the ball was hit to Revere. We're good. I'm sending this guy." They send him, but little did they know, Revere. All Revere had to do was lob it into Simba. Simba from like the middle of the outfield throws a strike to home plate, threw him out by a mile. Plays like that to save games, guys. And that's why he gets my vote as of right now for Angels MVP. It could be a situation where Simba wins the Angels MVP, but Mike Trout wins the, the league MVP, MVP. Which I'm sure he'd be perfectly fine with that. <laughs> I mean, if, if, and I, I th- honestly think he's one of the most underrated players going on right now. Yeah. Didn't make the All-Star team, which part of that is too is because the, the kid from... Cleveland, um, Lindor, Lindor, he got it, and part Korea. of that, yeah, part of that too is, is Lindor was in the World Series not too long ago. You have kind of have that the rec- hype, yeah, yeah, the yeah. hype. You have that recency bias where you know you, the casual fans like, oh yeah, I saw that guy play in the World Series and he right. did a good job. I'm gonna vote for him. Where you know if you're in a mid the Midwest and East Coast, you're probably not staying up till ten o'clock to see yeah. Simmons play baseball unless you're an Angel fan, right? You know, and that's kind of the quote-unquote East Coast bias, but I really don't blame anyone for not staying up until 10 o'clock and the game finishes around, you know, 1, 1.30. You know, it, it just, that's something that happens and something they have to fight for, but Simmons is making a great case for his all-star bid next year, that's for sure. Yeah, Simmons definitely is, uh, you look back at that trade now, well, we made a good one. Yeah. You know, so much so that I went and bought myself a Simba shirt. I talked to Chris, <laughs> the curator Johnson, about that. Uh, it's, I don't know if you've seen it, Dan. It's a, it's a lion mane. Is it the one from uh, the Angel Stadium? It's, I bought the Angel Stadium one not knowing about the Simba's whole pride. story behind it, the Simba's, Simba's pride, pride group. Yeah. And I went, oh, man. So, you know, it, it's a cool shirt. I had no idea, man. I had no and idea. Simba's pride, if you're listening, we want you on the podcast. Just so That'd you know, awesome. yeah. reach out. We want you on the podcast. We want to interview you and uh, see how this Simba pride thing all came up. So if you're listening, reach out to one of us. It was funny because I told Chris came over to the house on, on the weekend and I go, hey, I bought a Simba shirt. And he goes, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, it's like the lion mane with right. the number two. And he goes, oh, from Simba's Pride? I'm like, no, from the Angels Team store. And he's like, wait, what? Wah, wah, wah. He goes, what? And then I'm like, dude, like, yeah, I went and bought it at the store. And then he shows me the picture of Simba's Pride. Yeah, I since contacted Simba's Pride about that, and they said that you could have got two of their shirts for, for price of Angels one. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> See, definitely big want 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 want. Yeah, you guys sent a text to one of us, and hey, should I buy this? Yeah, because I mean, I went and saw it, and I went, okay, I like this. You know, I mean, it's cool. You know, but had I have known, dude, I wouldn't. I, I mean, you know, come on, it'd be like someone making a Halo Haven shirt. That's not. It looks super, you know, close to the HH. The Angel Stadium selling it for like forty bucks. Way more than <laughs> than than what it's you know worth, and uh, it's it's pretty messed up. And had I known, I probably would have gone with the Cole Calhoun or something. I, what I wanted to do, I didn't want to. I don't want to be the prototypical dude and get a Mike Trout shirt or whatever. So I was like, oh, I want to get somebody like like Simmons or or. Unfortunately, there's nothing Luis in there, and nice. you know why. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll go with, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Simba, and I saw it, and I liked it, and I bought it, and unfortunately, I should have, uh, should have contacted Simba's Pride, but it's all good. Um, all right, so uh, what else did you want to touch on? Did you want to touch on the question? You said there was questions for yeah. Me um, earlier in the week, I 
I put out a, a story on the Halo Haven Instagram. So if you guys are listening and don't follow, it's Halo underscore Haven. That's at it, our Instagram account. Um, you'll see it has double H's in the in the picture. But anyways, I put a I put a uh, question out there and just you know tell people we're doing a podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you know kind of we want to hear you guys' feedback. Is the point of the story is like we want to see what you guys what you guys are interested in knowing, what you guys think. So um, you know, so we got some questions came in. One guy asked, with Hamilton's contract coming off the books, who should the Angels invest the money on? That money on. Now, and who who asked that question? You want to shout that person out real quick? Uh, his tag is looking it up. Halo Nation eighty three is his tag. Uh, I think that's uh, Louis Luis. Yes. Um, man, that see when you when that's a tough question because you got to look at who's available. And I right. think you and I touched on this a couple of weeks ago when we were hanging out. What really is there out there for the? I, we know what they need, right. but what can they get is the real right. question. I mean, free agencies and, and going back to whenever you want to. I mean, besides the besides the what call besides maybe Vlad and Tori, name me another high price free agent that turned out to be a good uh, investment. There's not a lot. In, you can't even look outside of the Angels. You're not going to find a great investment on the free agent market because the prices are so inflated. A lot of these guys are coming out of their main years. You know, a lot of these guys are probably over 30, 32, 33. Right. So you're taking a risk, and maybe like the first couple uh, years of that that new contract is going to be worth it. But then you're going to have so much backloaded money that you're going to be in, I hate to say it, in a pool situation <laughs> where. Yeah, at the time of the signing, you're like, yeah, all right, great, great, we're paying them how much? Oh, that's not worried. We'll win a World Series and it'll be worth it. Well, it hasn't got to that point. You're, yeah. Now you're still on the hook to paying them all the money. So I'm not a big fan of investing that money into big-name free agents. Like, yeah, if you want to shore up a bullpen with a middle reliever here, yeah. get some depth, upgrade your utility guys, great. But I'm more of a fan of turning it around and investing in the guys you developed. Invested right. in the Trout, invested in the Calhoun, invested into... You know, Simba. Simba. Uh, Maven's having a great year coming uh, before the injury. I would say do that. Use the money for that. There's not a need for a big-time free agent that you're going to put all this money into and then, you know, trout up in 2020. And then you're going to be like, well, we have to be cheap because we invested this money in 2018. Right. right. So I would rather just turn around and invest the money into the Angels guys, the developmental guys that they have already on the roster. Right. And, and like, like I said... You look at the list of free agents. We obviously we want we want to shore up the pitching offensively, offensive side of the ball. I think, like Dan said, maybe re-signing a guy like Maven at a smaller amount is better idea than going out and getting somebody who's going to cost us seven years down the line, like Hamilton did, right? right. So, and then trading wise, we don't have much to give. Let's just shore up what we got now. There's a lot of Keenan Middleton closing that game out the other day gave me hope for the next closer. In the next four or right. five years. You know what I mean? So invest in that. Quickly, real quick, before we keep going with those questions, Curator came to me with this. Nations underscore LLC on Instagram said, talk about Tyler Skaggs dominating in Seattle right now. We're not watching, watching the, the game, game. So we're trying. But, but we have this. I have the stats in front of me. He's thrown six innings, four hits, um, three walks, five strikeouts. So still pitching a shutout through six innings. Tyler Skaggs, um, you know, he's, he's a guy that, we can definitely, um, you know, uh, look him coming back only, like I said, can only help us. And right. if he continues to pitch like this, I'm not knock on wood. Hopefully, he doesn't.
solid innings. No, yeah, that's right. all we can. And, and, and kind of what we were talking about last week too was about last week was his first start coming back from the and it uh, wasn't oblique. bad. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. No. It was a you yeah. know it was kind of what you expected. Yeah. But the fact that he's able now to take uh, steps forward, and I think that's the biggest thing now. You want to see steps forward in the right. progress. Right. Where you know, uh, excuse me. Last week he he threw a. You know, four innings, six hits, three runs. I mean, again, you you weren't. It's not that's not horrible, horrible coming out of yeah. your injured, but now that you're able to get these games going, yeah, and kind of you know, and it might be just the the adrenaline. You know, you might have a big a game, huge, big game, your game back. Yeah, you're in front of the home crowd Saturday night. You have a big adrenaline, and then maybe by that third inning, fourth inning, you have the big adrenaline dump, and now you're tired, you're gashed, you're not you know. So there's a lot that goes into it, and it seems like again. I have to go and watch the game over because we're doing this, but I would not be surprised if we are able to see more and more progression through him throughout the year. Same thing with Haney when he comes back eventually. Yeah. Expect that first game, maybe the first two games, to be a little rough around the edges. But the main thing is that you want to look for progression. You want to look for a game better. Absolutely. So, hey, if he came out of the game now and the bullpen came in, that's a great line. You know? Absolutely, yep. So, big ups to, to Tyler. So, if you want to continue with a few, I don't know how many we got there, but... Yeah, we have you. another one. And it was, we kind of talked about it already. Um, but the, he wanted to ask what... Let me get the username on here. It's Spencer underscore Franklinson 27. Uh, other than Trout, who else is in the MVP discussion? <laughs> now, if you're looking at... Just the Angels, I guess you know, we already went over that with Simmons. Simmons. I don't know who else would be even a close no. second or third place. But if you had to pick someone that wasn't Trout, it has to be Simmons. I don't know who else it was. Yeah. Now, if you're looking MLB-wise, you're looking at the Altuve. Altuve. Um, Judge is kind of slowing down quite a bit. He's hitting that, that rookie wall a little bit, so he might be taking himself out of it. Right. But Altuve still, he leads in like batting average and... On um, base percentage, he's uh, he's up there in almost every um, stat you can think of up right. there besides the power numbers. So, and I, and I think the writers have are the ones that vote, so yes. they probably have in the back of their mind this guy was so close, but Trout beat him out. He was so close, but right. Trout beat him out in fourteen. Trout beat him out in sixteen. You know, so in the back of their mind, you know, they have that. Well, Altuve still having another great season. He might, you know, might have that edge over a guy like Judge. Right. Well, we're not saying that Trout won't win it because, I mean, like we said, if Trout finishes with 38 home runs and, you know what I'm saying, there's no reason why he shouldn't be MVP just because he got hurt. That just means that he came back and came back better than ever. So, right. MLB-wise, yeah, maybe Altuve's the other guy. But it's going to be interesting. Either way you look at it, it's going to come down to the end. It's definitely going to come down to... It's a three-way three -way race right now. Yeah, it, it's, it's nothing that's going to be, you know... A runaway. It's definitely going to come down, and, and if the Angels can work it out to where they can compete and get really close, or even maybe even win the wild card spot, that only helps Trout's uh, resume. Yeah. As far as look, look, and everyone knows. I mean, if you listen to any kind of uh, baseball radio, baseball talk, uh, podcast, or anything like that, people talk about the injuries that that the Angels have had. It's not a secret that you know if you ask a a regular person outside of California named you know three starters on the Angels rotation you're not going to find yes, many people that know yeah. that know any of them so you know with that being said there's a lot of work that still needs to be done Trout still needs to have an unbelievable you know two months 
Angels need to compete for that wild card, but if all those pieces work together, it's not unheard of for him to be in the competition to be at least be in one or two in the MVP race again. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, I don't know what else you want to touch on. You want to touch on anything else? That's it for questions. I mean, we got yeah. the typical social. Now, fellas, uh, we have a question here from an Instagram viewer, Tommy Glover, who, uh, after meeting him under the Big A, he's actually a Yankees fan, but he wants to know, is Mike Trout going to be an angel for life? And that's kind of the ultimate question, especially Yankee and Philly uh, fans want to ask and kind of toy with. Well, what are your thoughts on that? Dan, that, that it's interesting when that comes up because it's going to come down to money. Uh, what helps uh, Trout, I believe, or him staying in Anaheim is you have Machado and you have Harper coming uh, to be free agents before Trout does. I believe Machado's, at, I think they're both after 2018. Okay. So if you look at it, your three main players everywhere you hear is going to be Philadelphia, New York, and um, LA. LA, Boston, like. But those are kind of off yeah. to the radar. But mostly Philadelphia and, and New York. New York because they print money out there. They can afford anything. <laughs> you can and, get whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, and Philadelphia is because they've done such a good job, bad job. I guess it depends on who you ask about clearing payroll. They literally are starting out with a new slate almost every year because they're not, there's not a lot of uh, overpaid um, veterans on that team. There's a lot of young guys on their first six league uh, first six-year deals. So they're going to have plenty of money. So... In, in my eyes, if you're able, to, if they're able to sign one of those guys, so say Philadelphia signs Machado and New York signs Harper, that's gonna very, that's gonna you know um, take down their chances of getting Trout. Just because it's gonna be hard for a team, even if it's the Yankees, even if it's Philadelphia, to invest on two. You know, one might be a forty million dollar a year player, and the other one might be a sixty million dollar a year player. To have two of those on your on your roster at one time. And and still have to field a whole other team might be a whole different story. Um, you never want to say that nothing is possible because you never know. But I believe if if Machado moves on and if Harper moves on to different places, they can definitely help the Angels and keep in Trout because that'll be one less place that he can go. So yeah. you never know. You just gotta have to kind of look at to where the other free agents are gonna go. I think right. Donaldson's gonna be a free agent before then too. So. You're going to have a couple good players that kind of come out, and so hopefully the Angels are smart with their money. Again, with Hamilton coming off the books and uh, make some good investments here and there, um, you can definitely use that money and invest it in Trout when he's up in the 20, after the 2020 season. And, and a lot of it has to do with what they, like you just said, what the Angels do with their money and the, the players that they have on their team. If they start to build a team that starts to almost get there and are winning games and making the playoffs... Trout's not going to go to Philadelphia where maybe he's the only player on that team. Right. You know, if the Angels start to build something here around guys like Simba, Cole Calhoun, Mike Trout, get the pitchers. Like, if a guy like Heaney can become the guy that we all want him to become, Skaggs becomes a solid number two, number three. We pick up a free agent pitcher here that's maybe a number two or number three. We're going to be okay. He's not going to want to really be, oh, I'm going to leave. You know, maybe I want to stay here and keep building what... You know, keep building on what I've built here. You know, two MVPs as of right now. He might have another one. Might have another two before his contract right. is up here. So, it all really depends, too, on whether the Angels win or lose games as well. You can't just look at it. It is a lot about money, but you also can't look at it as he's got... He's built a base here. He's built friendships here. And he is a face of the Angels over here. 
And if we can win games, he might not want to leave. Yeah, I mean, too, that's a big part. You kind of hope that these these uh, prospects you get, you have, whether it's a um, Matt Thice in AA, a Tyler Wartz in AA. Um, Jones. Jones, Brandon Marsh. He's doing really well this year. You're kind of hoping that those guys will develop, not quick enough, but at least at a good enough pace to where you can kind of dangle that in front of child. Hey, look at these guys. Look at these numbers these guys are putting up in right. double and triple A. Give them another year. Give us a couple more years. Let these guys develop and look what you could have in the future. Yeah. So, yeah, winning will help. But I think also what a lot of athletes want to – this is, I think, in any sport because if you listen to you know free agency in NBA, free agency in, in, in basketball or um, NFL – Players want plans. They want to know what your plan is, how you're – everyone wants to say we want to win championships. How are you going to get it? What players are you going to bring in? What are you going to do? Who are you going to ship out? If the Angels have a good enough plan to where they can say, look at these players developing, look at Skaggs, look what he did last year, or look what Haney did last year, look at this young pitcher that we got brought up, you know, look at this. That can be that can be just as, just as enticing to Trout as a big market right. like New York or hometown Philadelphia kind of yeah. deal. So. It's going to be a lot of little pieces that are going to have to put, come together, but I, you never know. You never know. I would not be personally surprised if he stayed, and I say, and I same thing, I would not be personally surprised if he left. It's just the way the business works sometimes. Um, you never want to see a player like that go. You want him to be a, a legacy player, but at a certain point, you hope you get the good years at him, but it, almost every, every good player leaves at some point, whether it's at the end of their career, middle of their career, he's going to leave sooner or later. Yeah. You just hope it's, you know, after... At the twilight of his career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just hope it's at when he's, you know, 35, 35 not 20, you know, 28 or whatever he's going to be at the time. So, yeah. you know, you want to see what's going to happen. Hopefully he stays. Hopefully he goes to Philadelphia or goes to Pennsylvania or uh, the Phillies when he's, you know, 34 and he can, you know, retire over there. That'd be the, that'd be the plan. Push guns and shove, we just don't know and yeah. just enjoy him while we have him right now. Exactly. Right? So, <laughs> but aside from that, man, um, needless to say, big series right now in Seattle. We need to win these games to right. stay with competitive. There's a lot of teams that we need to catch up to. We're not. We're right there. I mean, if we would have, I would have told you all these injuries that we had, that we've had in April, like, oh, we're gonna have this, we're gonna have that. We're, but we're gonna be a game or two back from the wild card on August 10th. You would have thought I was crazy. So, yeah. big shout-out to the Angels for doing what they've been doing. I know a lot of you guys get upset and are angry, but you got to look at what we have, and we're making it work right now. So, keep the faith, guys. I'm yeah. not a rah-rah guy, but I'm also not the super negative dude, so I'm just going to stay. I'm just happy that it's going to be competitive throughout the end. Cause, like, this time last year, we weren't. Right, and I'm the kind of guy that's like, make it competitive. Whatever happens, happens. But as long as you keep me invested throughout the year, I'm happy. And the same thing with... Now I'm watching the other games. Boston and Tampa Bay were on yesterday when the Angels had a getaway day. Knowing that Tampa Bay needs to lose, I sat in front of the TV and watched the game because now I'm invested in those other teams. Yeah. I'm like, all right, now Kansas City's on TV. They're playing St. Louis. Let's i got to watch it. it. Yeah. yeah. Tampa Bay's playing whoever. Let's watch it. You know, Seattle, when they're not against Angels, let's watch it. Like, now this is kind of where when you're a real baseball fan, you enjoy because now not only do you watch the Angels – you know, during the day, now you can get updates on mm -hmm. Kansas City, get updates on Tampa Bay, get updates right. on Seattle. Now you can see the whole picture. And to me, as a baseball fan, not just an Angel fan, but a baseball fan, and overall, I really enjoy this time of year because now everything's going to start coming down to the nitty gritty, and yeah. every little pitch, every little start's going to you know have a little more behind it. So. Yep, competitive baseball in, in in August and September and into October is all we can ask for. So, all right. So before we leave. 
Next week, uh, we did an interview with Fergus, the world famous, or at least in Angel's lore. Anaheim famous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fergus, we, we recorded an interview with Fergus, but, you know, we need a, to edit it out, sound, all that good stuff. So we'll have it next week on the podcast. We, we touched on his uh, recent fame and his, his uh, you know, why he became an Angel fan. So we touched on that a little bit. So we'll have it on the podcast next week, uh, the interview with Fergus. Uh, flying back to Hong Kong tomorrow, so hopefully he has a, a, a great trip. Seems like a really nice guy, so uh, safe trip to Fergus. We'll have that next week. Um, again, before we leave, subscribe to us on iTunes. Yes, iTunes. Search, uh, search EBW Network, EBW, or just All Angels Podcast, or the description, or the description in the uh, Halo Haven i or Instagram. Instagram There's a link, link, right? Yeah, the link in the bio. Again, that's. <clears throat> Halo underscore Haven is what it is on Instagram. My personal Instagram is DanGarcia87. Um, same thing with Twitter, Halo underscore Haven. And then same thing with Twitter too with me, DanGarcia87. Questions, comments, feedback, hit us up. We're yep. usually pretty good about getting back to you guys, you know, fairly quickly. Yeah. So that's be the best place to uh, to write us. Yeah, same thing with me on Instagram. It's HalosFan1524. HalosFan1524 on Instagram and on Twitter it's HalosFan15. Um, so you can you can follow me on there. Facebook, like Dan said, Facebook, same thing at Halo Haven. And then the podcast. Just subscribe to us if you have iTunes. If you don't, Spreaker.com. Check us out. Leave us comments, feedbacks, all that good stuff. We'll answer your question. And then big shout out to like I guess he's like our executive producer. Yeah, he's a guy behind the glass. The now. guy behind the the guy behind the if counter. You're, if you're watching the if you're watching the live stream on Instagram, yes, which I highly recommend you do. Um, you notice a little change in the desk from last yeah, week, man. and that's all because of our uh, curator slash producer um, slash prop master <laughs> um, slash cameraman Chris the curator Johnson. Right. So. Uh, yep. Try and move forward. Try to make this a little better than last time. Yeah. Um, he's work, he's working really hard on making the video aspect part of it right. a lot cleaner. Like, big ups to Chris. Like, I can't thank him enough for doing this because we record live from Halo Haven headquarters. And, you know, obviously, uh, Chris is a curator of this place. So, big shout out to Chris for doing that, for doing everything he does here for us. Gentlemen, we have actually one more question oh. from our listeners. If you guys want to take that. Uh, comes to us from MJB eight three two zero one two. Watching live actually on the Instagram feed, which uh, that's awesome. Um, question is, uh, this is a question I remember. I remember this guy from. Oh gosh! But can we get Rex Hudler back on Angel TV? Gooby oh, and no. his buddy are boring me with only oh. talking about pitching the whole game. Thank you. I take actually a high exception to this question because. Though I liked Rex Hudler, and I didn't care for Steve Fiziok, and I actually like the two guys that are representing us now. What do you guys think? I, I, I Last thoughts today. I do too. I like uh, I like Rex, but I like Gooby. He's a friend of, of the of Halo Haven. He like likes his, our stuff. I mean, he might like everyone's tweet, but at least he... <laughs> I'm like Joey Bats. Yeah, but... Follows, they, follows everyone back. Yeah, but no you know way. what? He's so interactive. <laughs> He's, I, I personally like Gooby. Um, love Rex. Wasn't a fan of Fizz either. I I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of his, but um, I like where we're at right now. Yeah, I mean they're broadcasters. Their job's hard enough as it is. I mean right. it's baseball. There's not a lot of action going on. So when you have to fill time, it's like and talk, I believe they're talk talk about what I always. I don't care who you are or what you do. Talk about what you know. Yeah. And if that's what right they know and that's what they feel comfortable with that information, 
Go with it. Well, that's what I was, I was going to say. Yeah. Obviously, Gooby was a pitcher, and I believe Victor was a pitcher in the minor Minus, system, yeah. right? So they're both pitchers. They're going to talk go about with, pitching. Go with what you know. Go with confidence. Don't sit there and say, well, we need to, you know, this is how they need to hold the bat. And it's like, you're a pitcher. You probably have had like 10 at bats in your career. Right. So I, I don't care what kind of, if you're in football, baseball, basketball, whatever, talk about what you know. And if they're doing that, and I feel like I learn something new every time, I'm perfectly fine with that yeah no i mean i'm cool with where we're at but rex would be cool i mean but then we'd have a three-man team and it'd be too crowded in the booth so yeah those are hard i'm good i'm good with that but thank you um that was a long tag so (laughs) thanks thanks for the question man and i hope you continue to listen to us whether it be on the podcast side or on facebook live and anyone else who's watching on facebook just go ahead if you're watching on facebook go ahead and listen to the actual podcast on itunes too man subscribe but other than that, that's, that's going to wrap it up for us, right? I mean, yeah. uh, unless you have anything else to touch on, Dan? No, that's it. Um, just our personal and our uh, Halo Haven accounts. Again, it's Halo underscore Haven on Instagram, Halo underscore uh, Haven on Twitter. If you want to join the Facebook, just search Halo Haven. It's a, it's a group. Uh, it's a closed group. You know, put in the request. Me or Chris will get back and uh, approve it. Again, I'll, I'm going to try to make it a, a plan of mine to post questions every week. Yeah. Get your feedback. You know, there's other conversations people have. They post about the game, you know, moves that the, the, the Angels have made or haven't made. And then, you, you know, it's just to kind of hear what the people are saying out there. But if you're interested in that, you know, add us there. Add us on Instagram. Uh, Halo underscore Haven 2010 Snapchat. That's more like when we go to games and stuff like that. Yeah. That's where we'll use that most often. We're still getting used to that. But yeah, other than that, I think, you know, that's that's it. Cool. Right on. Well, we'll catch you guys next week, roughly around the same time. Right. Again, if you don't have to listen live, listen to it, to it the next day. But if you want to catch us live, we'll try to make it on Thursdays around 730, 8 o'clock. Right. Right around that time frame. But thank you guys for listening. Catch us next week for another edition of the All Angels Podcast with Johnny Mags and Daniel Garcia in association with Halo Haven. <laughs> you all have a great night, and we'll catch you guys next week. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. 
crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.